Hey everybody, welcome to Drive Through View 528. Today we're going to take a look at Lotus. Now this is a new game uh, from Renegade Games, and this is sort of a difficult one to put down. It is a card game, and players are sort of collectively building these flowers. Um, and then they're also kind of moving these guardian pieces in their player color and player shape. So you might have a caterpillar or a butterfly, and those are your pieces, and you're moving them, kind of trying to take control of these flowers that people are building. Now, I know explaining that, at least for me, doesn't really sound that interesting off the top of my head, but let's take a look at the mechanics and then I'll jump into and talk more about that and a little bit more about my thoughts in the review part. Okay, here's all the components you get in the game. Uh, the first thing you're gonna note is players will get a deck in their color here. So we can see there's a blue uh, dragonfly deck for the blue player. Now, depending on the number of players, you may take out some cards uh, for your deck. Uh, but each player's deck is the same, it's just a different color. Now players will also have a like-colored little guardian token. So these are different insects here that they're going to be using to control flowers. You do have some sort of neutral cards up here and then some tokens there which I'll talk about. Now what players are doing is they're trying to sort of build these flowers here uh, in the middle of the table. And they kind of do it sort of cooperatively but not really. Uh, so let's take a look here. So you can see these several different cards here and you can notice a couple of things. Here you can see the player who sort of owns that card. You got their little icon there and then there's a number here and this is telling you how many petals will actually complete this. So we have these three here and so through the course of the game we might be playing these different irises here and then once that's complete, and then we'll score that particular flower. But this number is a hint to tell you how many you're gonna make that up. And then you can see this sort of outline which helps you with the placement of that. Uh, so what players are gonna do in their turn is everybody's gonna draw four cards to start the game. And then you have two actions. Now players also have these player aids here that show you the different actions you can do. And then they talk about special powers, which I'll talk about in a minute. So you can do each of these actions. Uh, you get two actions through your turn. So the first thing you might do for an action is to play pedal cards. And so you can play one or two pedal cards on a single action. When you play two, they have to be going to the same flower. So I've got to play this one and that one. I couldn't do like, one of the irises and then one of the lotuses. I could on two separate actions, I could do one action, two actions, but I can play up to two on the same flower here or add on to a flower. Now the other thing to note is you can't start more than one of a certain type of flower. So now that we started an iris here, I can't go start another iris off to the side. So that's the first action, that's play petal cards. And then you can exchange petal cards. And you can take up to two cards here, put them at the bottom of your deck and then draw that many, however many you put there, back into your hand. So that's the second action. Now the third action is to actually put out one of your guardians. So let's say the yellow player came along here and one of their actions would be put, put their yellow guardian on any flower they wish. Or let's say we had another flower start over here. You can actually, as an action, move the guardian from one flower to the next. So what you're trying to do is complete now this flower. And so whenever you complete a flower, you're going to score it. So when you complete a flower, the last player to play the card and actually complete it will get to collect all of the cards in the flower and they'll keep those. And each card will be worth one point at the end of the game. But before you do that, you're going to see who has actually control of the flower. Now in this case, blue has control because they got one, two, three of their little icons, their little markers. 
Now yellow has one sort of influence point here because they have one of their guardians there. Now if yellow had another one, they would have two points. Or blue could maybe have had added one here to kind of ensure that they would control it. In this case though, blue has control. And when you control a scored flower, you have a choice. You can take one of the three special abilities or you can take one of these five point tokens here. Now, what are the special abilities? Well, you can see there's one in each of the player colors. So you can only activate one of these, each of these special abilities once. So once the blue player takes their Elder Guardian ability, they can't take it again. Now, after you've taken all three of the abilities, after that, you just automatically take the five points. So let's talk about these special abilities. So this one is an Elder Guardian worth two times control. And each player has a silver guardian in their color. And this becomes a new guardian that they have access to that they can put out. And when they put that out, it actually is actually having two of their color on that particular flower. Now the next one here is uh, Enlightened Path. And this allows you to hold up to five cards. Because at the end of your turn, you're gonna draw back up to four cards. I'll explain it in a second. Uh, but now you can draw up to five cards. And the last power is here, Infinite Growth. And you can see this says play three petal cards. Or I should say three plus petal cards. So now for an action, you can play as many petal cards as you want to a particular flower. So you're no longer limited to two. And all of these are useful. <laughs> so at the end of your turn, like I said, you're gonna draw back up to four cards. Now you can draw off the top of your deck and or from this face-up display of neutral flower petals. So you can see this one doesn't have any numbers or player icons on them. Uh, so you can, let's say you had one card left at the end of your turn, then you can say maybe draw two from here and then one from your, the face-up display. Now, only after you're drawing, let's say I drew two here, at the end of your turn, then you're gonna refill this. You don't flop and refill these as you draw them. And now play is gonna keep going around the table until one player runs out of their deck and then everybody else gets a turn including the player that triggered the end of the game and then at the end of the game any kind of half-baked flowers that are out here whoever has control of them uh, will collect those cards for points i should say if you have a tie when you get control of a, a flower then each player that's tied can get a choice of the special ability or the five points uh, but that's pretty much the game you just play some cards uh, you know maybe play some move a guardian out maybe exchange some cards and then you draw back up and you keep playing until somebody ends through their deck and then you add up the points okay so that is lotus and i gotta say i'm actually really surprised how much i enjoyed this game uh you know on the surface it just kind of has a very fluffy theme uh you know you're just kind of building flowers together and trying to control them so it's kind of tenuous in that degree but there's a real kind of, I wouldn't say it's nastiness, but there's kind of an edge to it, uh, which is really cool because, you know, you, you're forced to play together. You know, you can't have more than one Iris or Lotus or whatever out there. And so you have to play cards on each other's sort of constructions that you're trying to build. And the interesting thing about that is you might say, okay, well, you know, I need a couple more Lotuses because those are the big seven petal ones. But I'm not drawing any, but there's some out here that are available in the neutral supply. That'll get me closer. I've got good control now, 
but those aren't really helping my control. And I could be setting somebody else up to complete that flower. That, that whole dynamic is very sort of player driven. Now, the thing that is interesting to me about this, I've had a chance to play it with two and three players and a two player game actually works. I kind of didn't expect it to work in this game just because it's kind of an area control game and you know, two player area controls, that's not usually a thing, but it actually works very well here because there's enough, I think, hidden information that it's not sort of zero sum, which is a problem that a lot of two player games can, can run into unless it's designed for two players. Uh, you know, so it's not a, a direct zero sum. He's like, I don't know how many cards they have because if they flop a whole bunch of cards that have their markers on them, they're going to steal it from me and they're going to take control and play that last flower card and get a whole bunch of points on top of me. Uh, so that, I think that's enough to keep it interesting at the two-player level. So I would definitely recommend it, I think, at all the player counts. I haven't played it before, but I'm sure it's fine with that. Um, the other thing that is very, very interesting about the game is the whole uh, choosing your special powers versus the five points. Now, this is the thing. I think you might just go for playing the three-plus one every time uh, because that's that can be pretty big, just to just dump out a bunch of cards and kind of set yourself up because you can kind of take... Uh, slowly kind of just try to piggyback off of other ones a little bit, but you try to set up a whole bunch of cards so you can play them at once, so there's a little bit of that. Um, but you, it seems like you just should do that. So that's the only thing that's kind of like, why wouldn't you, why would you ever take the five points in the early rounds when you get control? You, you should really take uh, the the special abilities. To me, the special abilities are all good, and every time you play, you should just take all three of them the first three times you get control, and then go from there. Uh, so, but it's a very interesting dynamic game where you have this sort of push and pull between, you know, holding a card here or there, and then bam, you know, stealing it and getting those extra points. So there's kind of a balance between the points of the control with the five points versus completing, you know, the little, uh, the smaller flowers even. You can kind of try to complete a bunch of those, which is another reason to get the one where you can play a whole bunch at once. Uh, so it's a very kind of delightful game, and it takes about 30 minutes, and so it's a nice filler with this very kind of interesting gameplay and this sort of hidden area control type of thing where you're trying to go in and try to snake control of these different flowers. So I would definitely take a look at it. Uh, thanks.